Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking Without Filter. This is your host, Jackie, and I'm so glad that you are all here today. So, we're going to talk about anger. And we know it all too well. And before I begin, or before I continue, let me just make it clear that any of um, the sounds, or little snippets of sound that you hear, are from memes and vines. I do not own or claim to own any of the sounds that are being used. So like I was saying, we know anger all too well. And it seems like all it takes to be outraged or offended is a quick scroll on social media. We see it through our feeds, friends fighting on post, people arguing in the TikTok comment section, controversial news headlines, and even families not speaking because of something someone posted. And be honest, it happens more than you think. But the truth is, outrage sells. Dichotomy in headlines gets more clicks, and so they're going to keep getting produced. Cancel culture gets people talking, and that funds advertising revenue. Now, that cancel culture is something to reckon with, but that's for another day. So what is it about outrage that keeps us engaged? We may not easily admit it, but many of us like being angry. Yeah, we do. (laughs) And now don't get me wrong, some anger is good. For example, my Christian friends, well, really anyone, when something or something, something or something, something or someone hurts one of our friends or family members, whoever it may be, and I'm talking about having their feelings hurt, we should definitely get angry. But listen here, and carefully, that anger needs to lead to acts of love and compassion. And I know that's not something that you want to hear. I know you're probably like, why would I be nice to someone who is just hurting my friends or is hurting my family members? Like, why would I do that? Well, our anger prompts us to do something that hurts. So we're fighting anger with anger and that's not something that we should do because hurt people hurt people but guess what we're not gonna let them do that stupid i'm not gonna let you get the chance exactly (laughs) we can't give them the chance to take us out of character 
And we usually get taken out of character. We go for the area that we know hurts them. Retaliation. And if someone disagrees with us and responds with an out-of-pocket answer, that usually turns on the furnace inside. (laughs) So let's think about our outrage for a second. Is it possible that our anger is often fueled by pride? Yes, yes it is. Because here's the thing with anger. It convinces us that we're right. And if we're right, that means they're wrong. And if they're wrong, then we win. And that sense of winning, being on the right side, of, or just praising ourselves for our good behavior, really fuels our pride. And like Proverbs tell us many times, pride always goes before destruction. How do we live as unoffendable people in a culture that profits and thrives on anger? Many of us carry offenses, like the underwear that we wear, not even realizing that these offenses are weighing us down. So how do we let go of our anger, our frustration, in a healthy way? Well, lower your expectations of others. Remember, That just because you have a kind heart doesn't mean others do. And I know you're like, but be honest with yourself. We aren't always the victim. Some of you tend to point fingers, cast judgment like the others. We can choose to have peace of mind. When someone hurts us or wrongs us, it's easy to be offended. But how much better would it be to extend grace instead? Often we think that holding on to offense gives us power. We like being in the position to throw the stone, hurl the insult, or have the self righteous opinion. It's only by grace that we've been saved and rescued. So it only makes sense that we should extend that same mercy to those who have wronged us. We have options. We can keep holding on to offenses that keep us bitter and keep others hostage. Or we can choose to lay them down, remember grace, and find freedom. But why do we get so angry? Why is it so hard to let go of offenses? Now, I'm not a therapist, nor a professional, okay? But I do have common sense, and would hope that you do too. 
There's no easy one-size-fits-all answer because anger has many sources. Sometimes anger is an indicator of a bigger problem. And in that case, it's wise to seek help from a counselor, a pastor, or a trusted friend. Why are we angry all the time? Part of it is that our anger is now publicly documented. People used to get angry and move on. And now, people post on social media when they're angry, which fuels more outrage. We also have to remember that we have a real enemy whose mission is to steal, kill, and destroy. And a human anger feeds right into that plan. Now remember, anger itself is just an emotion, not a sin. But what we do with that anger can become a problem. In fact, our anger can lead to destruction. It divides us. We've all been there. You see a relative or a close friend share something you disagree with, and you are immediately triggered. Your blood is boiling. Your gut reaction to retaliate, respond harshly, or unfriend them altogether. But remember what I said earlier. We don't want to hurt them even though you may want to at that moment. Remember this from the Bible. James 1.19 NIV Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. One more time. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. From the moment we get angry, our brain reacts by firing up our amygdala, which is the first fight or flight part of the brain. From there, the body starts releasing stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, and cortisol in high quantities is really bad for our bodies. This shuts down the more rational prefrontal cortex, meaning that we aren't thinking as clearly when we're angry. So no wonder our anger often gets the best of us. But there is hope. If we can slow to anger, we can also be slow to respond. And if we train ourselves to be curious instead of confrontational, we can shut down some of the anger before it starts. When you feel anger coming on, try asking questions instead of drawing conclusions. Don't assume you know someone's intentions, but listen to understand their perspective. And if you feel the anger boiling over, take a second to pause and excuse yourself before you say something hurtful, because that's something that a lot of us don't do. And I've seen on the front lines myself that instead of you know, like taking a deep breath and just trying to stop ourselves, you immediately pop off and you think that makes you look bad or that makes you look cool or I don't know what's wrong with you. But we have a brain, we have all these type of things in our body that tells you like, 
All right, let's calm down a little bit. Take a deep breath. Think before you speak. Think before you act. You have a brain. Use it. Anger can be so dangerous when we react quickly. Responding to our hurt with hurtful words isn't the best. Ephesians 4.29 reminds us, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up. Again, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up. Most of us love being right, but what if we need to learn how to know when we're wrong? Think about it. When we're convinced that our perspective is right, we're not open to listening to others or learning from others. But we have to understand that we grow the most when faced with new information or new points of view. We convince ourselves that we're right and they're wrong. So we're better and they need to know it. But our perspective is often incomplete. So the next time you come across a view that you disagree with, adopt a growth mindset. Instead of reacting in anger or boosting your pride, consider why someone else has that perspective. Listening to understand may not change your mind but it can expand your heart. So instead of dismissing or criticizing someone's view, choose to show empathy and realize that we don't always know whether we're right. God gave us the emotion of anger and anger itself isn't a problem. And secondly, ignoring anger doesn't make it go away. In fact, hiding our anger can often lead to bitterness, resentment, or cynicism. Remember, not all angry is bad. The thing is, anger can actually be very useful when managed correctly. Anger indicates when we need to right wrongs, stand up for ourselves and others, and correct a problem. In fact, anger can also be the catalyst to healing and restoration in relationships. Acknowledge the anger you're feeling. Take a deep breath. Before saying anything you regret, Take a moment to pause and consider why you're angry. Has someone crossed a boundary you'd like to protect? Has someone hurt a person you love and care about? Is there an injustice that needs to be corrected? If so, don't ruminate about it. Go do something about it. Have a conversation and fight for healing despite your hurt feelings. Let me repeat that again. Have a conversation and fight for healing despite your hurt feelings. If you get angry with someone, the same day of the offense should be the same day of forgiveness. Don't go to sleep angry. Don't continue your day in anger. Don't wait until tomorrow to extend the grace that you can give today. Anger is inevitable, but we don't have to be afraid or ashamed of it. We can't control what happens to us, 
but we can control how we respond. So let's be people who react slowly, apologize early, and forgive easily so that we can lead with love. In this life, there will always be something to be offended about. Whether it's a decisive news headline, a different opinion, minor traffic incident, we'll probably have a million reasons to take offense each day. But like I mentioned before, please use your common sense. Please. If you're experiencing deep hurt, trauma, or if you're in a situation where seeking reconciliation would be dangerous, don't. Forgive them mentally and yourself and move on. Again, if you're experiencing deep hurt or trauma, or if you're in a situation where seeking reconciliation would be dangerous, don't. Forgive them mentally and yourself and move on. Don't cause yourself any more pain. Don't put yourself in a situation that you would not be able to take yourself out of or it can put you in jeopardy. A heart filled with anger won't produce a life filled with peace. We don't have to agree on everything to be loving. And choosing to put aside our differences allows us to make a difference. Every minute you spend being angry is a minute of joy and peace that you lose. I hope you liked this message and hope it came across and that you learn from it. Peace be with you all. God bless.